What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 185th episode of the Shattered Order podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as usual, is my good friend, Wink. What's going on, Wink? Woo, I'm in a good mood. I am ready to talk about some swaga and uh, just yeah, I'm in a great mood tonight. I am. I'm pretty pumped. I am um, leaving bright and early in the morning. We're leaving at like six o'clock in the morning. We are driving to Indianapolis. So um, I know we've got a bunch of listeners in Indiana actually. So uh, going up there for the weekend nice. and then coming back on Sunday. So I'll be editing the podcast on the road and getting it out nice and early, too. Nice. That'll give you something to do. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Going to need it. Freaking ten and a half hour drive. Yeah, that's rough. I, I'm i glad I'm not going to be gone this weekend because... Sounds like you had a rough that night. Two weekends in a row, that two weekends in a row where I was driving... Oh, and that, yeah. Five hours and seven hours turnaround trips, basically. Yeah, yeah, that was too, too much driving. I'm done. Yep. So. Cool. But. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. There's really not been that much going on this week. Uh, I will say this. I don't have a beer tonight. I decided to drink last night. What? And drank way too much. Uh-oh. So tonight is soda and water night. But if you want to if you want to talk about that, I'm, I can talk about what I drank last night. Um, I think we can manage that. I have a sounder for that somewhere. You do. I was trying to l- let you intro that. Well, it's got this. <laughs> ah, there we go. Hey, boys. It's your favorite time of the day. The time where we all pop our tops off and relax. Oh, time <laughs> to relax. Indeed. So... Uh- Tonight and pop our tops off. I am having I pop the top on a very delicious Jesus Mexican style beer from our friends over at oh, Melvin. Yeah. And uh man, this thing's pretty good. I I'm a huge fan of like Dosakis. G- generally Dosakis is like my go-to beer just because everywhere around here has it. Um so I love a salt beer, super tasty. Um I don't have any salt or lime to go with this thing, but it's awfully damn smooth. It is so good. I'm Nothing but impressed. Yeah, I had that one. That was probably, I think that was the first one I actually drank uh, from what we got. And I loved it. I don't have any more. So there's that. uh, I can see why. It's pretty good. (laughs) Pretty tasty. 
So, uh, yeah, uh, I, actually, the Melvin guys are like doing a tour I saw on Instagram, uh, for, like going around and stuff. So uh, I'm kind of jealous. We lost Wink for a second. Oh, no. What? There he is. He's back. Oh, uh, <laughs> I have an internet issue. We lost Wonderful. you for a second. All righty. Um, um, well, uh, I've also got a the Citradamus over here that I will be popping open here in probably 20 minutes or so. But, um, yeah, dude, Joker just brought up a good point in chat. Bingo. We need to bring back the bingo soon. Yes, more bingo. Maybe we'll ask for squares for next week. That'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. I'll tell you what, that uh, that's Citradamus, go easy on that. It's 9%, and I drank a four-pack of that the other week Oh, without realizing it till afterward. Oh, Holy bad. smokes, it's delicious. You'll never even... <laughs> for a 9% beer, it's really, really smooth, so... Mm. Be careful with that. All right. I will. Yeah. I will. Well, let, let's go ahead and get into some really exciting uh, other things. All right. Let's do it. Hey, guys. What did you do in Swoga this week? I want to say one thing off the top. I don't understand how this still happens, but the game performance of this game is awful. Do you have this problem? Like, uh, yeah, a little bit. I've having, I keep getting this thing where it'll load and load and load, and then it'll say lost connection. And then if you hit try again, it'll load and load and load, and then finally do its thing. Well, I, it happens a lot when I try to buy shipments. I have that issue, but it's usually because I actually do have bad internet somewhere because there's a lot of bad internet spots around here. Like, for example, my house. You have bad internet? I know, it's crazy, isn't what? it? <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh, man, just the game, like, character animations and stuff, there are times will be so slow. It'll be, like, three frames per second. It's awful, and it happens constantly. And I will have everything in my phone closed, no other apps open, just Swaga, and it does it all the time. It's so I find it funny when you're doing a battle and you're, like, they don't move. Yeah. But then suddenly they do move, and then they jump, like, six feet past the person they're attacking so annoying right i'm like i would think that the code wouldn't even let that happen but it is too weird to see them fly across the screen after a lag not hitting where they're supposed to yeah it's pretty odd yeah it's weird and annoying but so i just wanted to rant about that real quick but i mean i gotta be honest all in all it's been a pretty damn good week and swaga it's been a pretty damn good week so I got OG Kylo, <laughs> my second Zeta ever in this game. I got him to Relic 7. He's maxed. I remodded him. He's got an offense set. He's got a health set. He's got two health primaries. He's got like 78,000 health, and he's like 260 speed. Um, he's going to be He's pretty nasty. I, I can't wait to see what he does in some Grand Arenas. I think it was only Relic 4 um, in this previous Grand Arena. So... I got to think that that second special is going to slap. Yeah, it should be. It's going to it's gonna hurt. Yeah. Well, both of them. Of all the like so, lightsaber animations, that animation is one where I feel like if it's you got pretty hit cool. with it, yeah. it, it would 
really, really hurt. Well, one thing about Kylo is I've always kind of modded him for more for protection because of his Zeta. And I mm-hmm. decided to move more towards health for a couple reasons. He's constantly getting his cooldown, you know, reduction done uh, because of his unique ability. And he AoEs a ton. Well, the AoE doesn't recover anything besides health. So I figured if I just stacked his health up a lot, because he doesn't have to worry about expose or anything like that, stacking his health up a lot, he'll be recovering a lot there. And then whenever he does use a special, he can recover some protection. I mean, he still has a decent amount of protection, but I kind of think that, you know, going a lot more health, I think will be pretty beneficial. But I will let you guys know how that actually goes after I get a test. But I'm, I'm pretty excited about the potential. Yeah, it should be interesting considering... Uh getting you're going to be getting both that health and protection back yep in bigger chunks yep so indeed so uh the other thing was uh phasma i got to relic level three um she'll be relic four tomorrow and then probably sunday hopefully sunday or monday uh get her to relic five um so that'll be pretty exciting. Also remodded her sub, went with a little bit more potency because of her debuffs and speed. Um, speed down, always the classic why you used Phasma in the pit raid back in the day. Yep. Yep, it is pretty good stuff. And um, yeah, so, but this is the really good news. The thing I am most excited about, um, it's it's pretty hard to do. Uh I hit Kyber in this 5v5 no ships, which is which is the hardest Grand Arena to hit Kyber in. I ended up going 10 and 2. I dropped the ball um, on, you know, uh, round one of this past week, I think. Um, I just, I, I played it poorly. Um, I got my ass kicked, basically. My previous loss <laughs> was just stupid, like there's no reason for it. At least this time, I feel like the person that beat me was like, like I'm like, okay, th- that person played it really well and everything. Like I, I'm, I'm totally fine with. That. I wasn't really that irritated about it, I should say. But um, so, congrats to that person. But anyway, uh, yeah, went ten and two, um, hit Kyber by sixty seven points, just barely snuck in there. I had to be very strategic. I had to give up some points essentially. And to do a battle with Emperor Palpatine and uh, Sidious. Um, in order to get that, there was a feat that I needed. Uh, so I ended up getting it um, just barely. You know, had I missed a single feat or anything, I would have been a little bit short. So I'm going to have to start paying a little bit more attention to those feats going forward. Funny about that is... All I literally needed was one feet to get to. Uh, I saw that man. Aerobium? Yeah, oh, it's brutal. <laughs> I was like 120 away from. Oh aerobium. man, it's so it's bad. Like, uh, yeah, my rank was great. What? But my hold, rank hold on. for the end of the uh, chromium. Did you chromium? Did Did you even do your battles today? Nope. That's why. Also, exactly. Why. It would have been so I easy. Forgot. You had it, and just it would have been really easy because my opponent didn't even attack me. So yeah. if I had just done one battle, and one, I would have been in Erodium. But you know, I did a lot of sleeping this morning. You know, 
That's understandable. Too much Hubert Pale Ale last night. Yeah, well, that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> that will do it. Um, no. So, yeah, I've, I've been enjoying Grand Arena a lot. Um, you know, trying to optimize a few teams and, you know, things like that. And it's it's been a lot of fun uh, trying to... S- I, you know, I paid a little bit more attention on defenses that set and trying to make them to where, you know, they definitely just make sure the other person lose points. Even if they get one shot, that's fine. I want you to struggle to get points. And for the most part, my defenses have done that. Uh, you know, the people that did score really well against me, I scored even better against them because they left some really weak stuff in the back. So I was pretty happy about mm-hmm. the way it went. Um, but I could have... You know, it's funny too. I could have, I would have hit a rhodium too if I hadn't used my Malik counter in the front of my second opponent because I got to the back and I had nothing to counter a, a Darth Revan team. Oh, I fit, man. took out, I took out Sith Trooper, HK, and uh, Bastila, and all that, and left was Revan and Malik, but I had nothing left to take those two out. Oh, that I ended sucks. up losing. Only because I couldn't finish off that uh, that back wall, but yeah, he, literally every team he set on defense was not good. So I'm like, okay, yeah. so every team in this in his defense is probably not going to be good. Then I would crack that back open, and I'm like, probably shouldn't have used BB8 with RJT, and or I and I would have my newt or uh, I would oh, have had yeah, my nuke squad. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the thing about Malik. He's so frustrating. I, I always keep Padme on defense just because my Padme can beat Malik. And I'm always worried because, you know, I only have a gear 11 Malik. So, uh, you know, just about everybody I face has a gear 13 relic Malik. And I, I'm just, I'm not there. So I have to keep that kind of in my back pocket just in case. And then, you know, my, my Sith Empire kind of sucks. Uh, yeah, mine's so I've got Re- Malik Relic Four, and that's it for my Sith Empire. Like I use that team to take down like a Night Sister team or some piddly squad that I can usually score decent against and burn down pretty quick, just because you know the team kind of sucks. But uh... <laughs> so I got a couple really cool mods this week. Two of them I bought from the store. They were both offense sets with crit damage primaries one of them and and it's kind of funny um they both had speed secondaries they both had four procs on one stat which is pretty good and uh yeah it doesn't happen often yeah you're gonna love the two stats that procced one of them speed procced four times got to 18 speed that one went to og kylo and then my other one Offense percent propped four times, taking it to one and a half percent. So it'll be nice. a little over four and a half percent. It'll be like four point five five percent once I slice it up. Um, still has five speed, which is yeah. But um, you know, with that kind of percent offense secondary, that that'll be a great mod on. Uh, like Arc Trooper or Echo or. God forbid, Finn or, you know, something like that. Somebody that doesn't particularly need speed at all, that's going to be an absolutely kick-ass mod on them. And then one other mod I found this week. This was actually a mod that I've had for a while. It was just sitting at uh, level one, so I leveled it up. But 
It was a speed set bonus protection primary. Ended up with 17 speed. I was pretty happy with that. Um, you know, that's obviously a super useful mod that I'll put somewhere. And uh, mm-hmm. no doubt. Yeah, I'm pretty happy about that. I would be as well. Um, I've been thinking about making a video. I might do that because you know what ship is unbelievably underrated in arena? Lando's Millennium Falcon. I don't know. It gets a lot of run. People really like the Falcon. I, Not right now. Well, that's fair. But I really <laughs> feel like the Geonosian spy ship is extremely underused. What's fantastic? Oh, it's not about underused it? for me. It's great. <laughs> that's like the main ship for the malevolence. You bring it in as a reinforcement oh, okay. to take out ETA. Yeah. The, uh, take out the ETA on the force taunt, and they pretty much have nothing. Yes. To take it out is a amazing team after because that. it prevents the stealth when you kill JKA he goes into the stealth and then with that when you bring him in put that taunt on him oh my god it's it it makes arena battles so many of them so much easier because when you get in that spot if you're able to kill a ship early especially you just bring him in and it's basically a lock just you know take out jk and uh, then auto it's, it's nasty nasty and under my geo spy is only gear 12 i don't even think he has any six dot mods or anything and his special hits like 130k i mean it is absolutely ridiculous he can wipe some ships off the map for sure well imagine doing that calling in all geos and then since the ship has uh buzz droids on it all your vultures assisting as well oh yeah Hell yeah! <laughs> it's 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 literally you bring in Geo Spy, and whatever gets the Force Taunt on it is nuked to death. Nice. It's great. Yeah, that sounds. It's pretty a, sweet. like an instant nuke on turn for the first reinforcement. So there's only one malevolence I think in my sh- uh, arena that I see on a regular basis, kind of like top twenty ish. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm obviously running GK, but. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of interesting. I don't remember seeing Geo Spy with that ship, uh, you know, with that person's fleet. I, I think it runs. Um, I know it has Sunfock, but never seen Spy. Um, so the other thing, never is seen far- it as a reinforcement. Correct. It wouldn't be in the starting. Okay, right. Yeah, I've never seen it in the starting lineup. So. I don't find it a lot, so it could be in there. I've just never noticed it. I don't know that the AI prioritizes that ship anyway. It might be like the third or fourth yeah, reinforcement under think it does AI, at all. but on offense, as a human playing it, hell that's yeah, like your best move. <laughs> totally agree. It's it's just so much fun. Um, so the other thing is, I am farming uh, Sith Trooper and Hux. I am going all the way up to fifty crystal refreshes on their nodes, um, and then doing Emperor Palpatine shuttle, Ray's Falcon, and the BLT bomber. Delicious. Um, the, so there's, uh, there's something interesting that I kind of want to mention because I think it's about to be super important for a ton of people as far as just general farming. All three of those ships, I was looking at their shipment cost per, uh, you know, per shard and the cost per shard on all of those ships is a hundred crystals per shard. So I started doing some math and I could actually be doing 100 crystal refreshes to get those 
to get the energy to do, you know, like a a 50 or a uh, 25 or a 50 node refresh on those ships, and I would still be ahead of buying them in the shipments. Uh, oh, good lord. <laughs> um, so, it, you know, with all this stuff that there is to farm right now, that is something that you should definitely keep in mind is the fact that, you know, those ships, you're actually still ahead by actually farming them, doing even 100 crystal refreshes rather than buying them from shipments. Good to know. Yeah. Especially, it's good to know what can save you on these crystals because, tell you what, I'm farming so many freaking hard nodes right now, it's obnoxious. It's crazy. It's like hard node city out there, man. Hard Pretty note rough. city, and then they still want you to relic characters. It's like Jesus. Yeah, it's a lot of friggin' energy. Um, so I I'm not a hundred percent sure, not a hundred percent sure, but I'm hoping to have a surprise for you live on the show next week. I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> what you- kind of surprise? What are you talking about? You'll see next week. I'm not hundred percent sure it's like gonna a happen. Relic Wampa, maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I love mine. That's all I'm saying. I I seriously think he's gonna be my next gear thirteen, unless we get you know an announcement tomorrow about the next level for relic characters. I've pretty much decided that Wampa's gonna be my next gear thirteen. Um, just because I've started. You know, Thrawn lead with him in Grand Arena is a point machine. Uh, you know, it's he, he gains a ton of offense. He gains a ton of health, um, which makes him just exponentially better. Uh, so I would actually be able to take out more difficult teams with him, which would be very beneficial for Grand Arena. So I, I kind of think that's the route I'm going to go. Um the only thing I that like might it. change that, like I said, is of course um, some big Deciding change to with gear nest. That's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> but so, something that changes with the requirements for these Galactic Legend characters, because uh, the only other First Order that I need that particular Gear Thirteen piece for is going to be General Hux, and you know I've still got to get him to seven stars. He's He's like two shots well, away lots from of time for star. him. So I'll have time to get another one of those pieces back. Um, so, yeah. Makes sense. All right, my man. What did you do this week on your accounts? Um, Not a whole lot. Uh, not at least, at least not a whole lot that's memorable. As far as gearing goes, which is usually where I end up on this thing. Uh, I got crew. I need one more piece for crew. I think I'm farming the gear 12 finisher prototypes. I think nice. I got all the uh, Kairos. So uh, crew should be gear 13 in the next day or so. Hell yeah. Then, uh, now we're talking. I think I've got, I think I've built up about 200 signal data of each type right now. So that when I get him to with gear 13, it's just, uh, chunking together the gear pieces yeah. to put with the signal data and then he should be relic seven 
Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The, I need to look at the, how much signal data you actually need to get to Relic 7. I think I it's a little bit. Uh, 115 for the first two, and then it would be... If it's lower than that, then I got it. 75 for the last one, I believe. Gotcha. Yep, then I'm, I'll be good to go to get him to Relic 7 once he gets to Gear 13. So that's the plan for now. Uh, Fox I like it. is two pieces from Gear 13. I know Fox is uh, in the second wave of requirements, but I needed something to farm with fleet energy, and he was the only other character I had at Gear 12 at the time. So I was just kind of chunking pieces together for him all week of uh, fleet energy pieces. And so he's only two away now from gear 13. And the other part, first order officer, I got him to gear 12. So since he's, even though Fox is close to gear 13, I might switch over to first order officer just because he's in the wave one of requirements. Uh, Now that he's gear 12, I can see all the fleet energy pieces that he needs and go after those and then start working him. The problem is that my, First order stormtrooper is just still so far away. He's he takes a lot of gear. Well, mine is still gear eight. He so I'm waiting on a. I think uh, he takes a lot of stun guns. He's pretty rough. Well, that's uh, a funny thing there. To get to gear nine right now, I'm waiting on stun stun guns. So that's rough. That that is the spot. But you know, once I finish. It depends. I'll work fleet energy for first order officer and probably use regular energy for um for stormtrooper now. Yeah. Once I get crew up. So that's that's where I'm at there. I mean things aren't looking too terrible. I've been getting terrible drops on Kylo's shuttle. I think I'm only at thirty out of a hundred. So that's after a week. Yeah. I think I said I was 20 or 25 last week, Ooh. but I'm only at 30 now. You so. might need to up those node refreshes. Oh, that would be nice if I weren't farming Hux, Sith, or yeah, Sith Trooper, Rose, Holdo, <laughs> the shuttle. So much energy and yeah. then trying to gear someone. So yep. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I really should uh, up my farming on... I really should drop Holdo and Rose and do them later once I get this event unlocked for First Order and stop worrying about them so much, but yeah. I haven't done it yet. Uh, well, that's what I did on my main and my alt. I got Resistance Trooper to gear 13. So I now have RJT, BB-8, Holdo, and Resistance Trooper at gear 13. And Finn is two pieces from gear 13. Nice. So I'll have five of them at gear 13. Uh, Ray will be next after that. So within the next, I should next week when I talk about this, I should be getting close on Ray probably. And then I'll have almost six resistance at gear 13 at that point. The only big problem with that account right now is I'm still farming arc trooper. So I don't have any signal data on that account. So all those characters are literally only gear 13. They don't have any relics on them yet because I have no re- signal data. So it'll be real nice when I finish that stinking arc trooper. And then uh, then I'll be good to go. But Very yeah. nice. So that's what I've been doing. Pretty much just gear 13 for Galactic Legends. And that's about it. Sounds like a hell of a lot of fun. Oh, 
my favorite game <laughs> mode See, gearing characters and, and that's kind of where i'm at like you know i'm farming so heavily on getting towards these galactic legends but i kind of want to do something fun i'm just itching you know gets to you after yeah. a while but oh no doubt that's why i was glad i took that time to do um jolie yoda uh watt you know yep it's nice to get those characters up so we'll talk about jolie here in a second uh we'll go into this next little section here all right so you wanted to mention some guild stuff from this week yeah um i mean we are in the middle of the light side geo territory battle um, the one thing that I had not mentioned as far as what I've done this week in Swaga was talk about Lightside Geo Territory Battle. And I've I've been pretty impressed. I have been absolutely kicking ass, which I'm pretty happy about because for one, I love this game mode, and two, I've been kind of building a lot of teams kind of working towards this game mode, and so far, um, through the first three phases, I have done 33 uh, combat mission waves. I can't remember what I was at last territory battle, but I don't think I hit 33 last TB at all. Uh, part of this is our strategy, but part of it is I have done extremely well, which I'm pretty happy about. I actually went four out of four with my Jedi team in slice two at the bottom. Uh, that's the one that requires 21k plus power Jedi. Um, I went four for four there, which was pretty pretty badass. Um, of course, I do have Relic Seven Jolie. I mean, like I don't really ever worry about Jolie dying. Like he's just he's a freaking monster. Um, <laughs> but you know, everybody else dies, but Jolie just keeps bringing them back. Um, I may try to get another video and do like a detailed breakdown on strategy and stuff with that team. Uh, I've got one kind of video, you know, on our YouTube channel, but it's it's pretty kick ass team. I love it. Hermit Yoda is also a totally like a total monster. He is amazing for, you know, the tenacity up, which is actually also uh, crit avoidance on Jolie and all that sort of stuff. Um and then, uh, you know, just a lot of the other missions I've done pretty well in. But uh, the big thing was the strategy. So last time we started on the south. I, this is this is probably the most common strategy that I've seen. And that is going at the bottom and going for three stars there. At least guilds around our GP were at 260. And last time we fell, I think eight or nine million short just because you know if people mess up on some of those combat missions you can end up screwed because we only have uh 151 million gp for characters and you need 179 so if you end up short on combat missions you can kind of get in a bad spot there so we actually went and got our two stars in the middle first and then moved to the south. So we got our stars in the middle and then we were able to also do combat missions in the south. So we get to double up on the combat missions in the south. 
deploy so that we have a little bit of carryover from phase one. So that made us getting three star there. Like there's is almost a lock, like almost nothing to worry about there, which is yeah, it was way better than last time. Yeah. As far as that went, I think we, I think we got that third star, like real early considering comparatively. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So the other thing that that does by going and opening that middle first is it opens the middle territory in size two earlier. And that's the one with three combat missions. And so our goal there was just knock out those combat missions. One, to get practice for people. So people can go in and, uh, you know, test various team comps and all that sort of stuff. But the... um, Let's see, uh, you know, being able to do the gas and Ahsoka and, you know, the other two missions, uh, you know, just allows you to rack up a little bit more territory points from combat missions, which I think, which I think is really beneficial. If your guild is one of those guilds where you can get to, you know, like get the, what is it you need in that middle? 96 million. If you can get there without... Um, needing multiple days, then you may not need to do this strategy, but this strategy is kind of beneficial for us because it gives us three days to work on that middle phase. Gives us two days to work all the way up to almost that first star. And then we stop and then finish it on the final day, essentially. But the other thing that is super interesting is the southern mission. We are borderline being able to two-star it. We need to have a little bit more success with combat missions. Um, I don't think everyone is deployed. There's two hours left, and we are at 191 out of 217 million GP. The big benefit Mm -hmm. here is we have just basically given everyone the full go to go ahead and deploy. Do your combat missions, deploy south. Super simple. Nobody has to wait. So that's that's exactly. why I'm curious. In these last two hours, if they, people can just finish that off. If they did yeah. wait to deploy because they didn't realize that there was not going to be another place to drop that GP anyway. So Yeah. And um, the one thing about this is, like I said, we're only 150 million character GP, which leaves 67 million GP we actually need from combat missions there, which... Um, but we're actually going to have some GP deployed elsewhere. So I, I think I figured uh, 75 million GP roughly, which comes out to one and a half million GP per person from combat missions. So basically, if everyone was able to go two out of four, and three out of four on those two combat missions, the Jedi and any light side team. If everybody could do that, we would get the second star there. I That is kind of a tall ask for a lot of people that have kind of struggled. But a lot of people have clones. So if you have clones ready, you can probably get both stars in this territory battle in one day pretty easily. Um so I think that's actually a really good, really good strategy because if we, if, if we just get a little bit more efficient there, we will be able to, you know, be on pace to add that star and 
maybe another star. So right now we're on pace to well, get the middle slice two ships was about fifteen million from the next star. So there's one that's if we can get if we can start beating those battles more regularly as people keep unlocking negotiator or even the ships that they have. I know some people are having um success with other fleets in there. I don't really know what they are because I have no success on the fleet missions in yeah. light side, but that fifteen million shouldn't be that hard to make up eventually. Well so there's another star. But the problem with that territory is the combat missions are only nine hundred thousand. And this is where we might gain a star. Because we actually have a decent number of people who are able to complete some of these combat missions. Um, I think we're between 5 and 10 people that uh, almost every territory we have, that many people beating it. So the third slice, this is the one where most people go right up to that uh, 91 million mark and then stop. And we are going to go as close to we as we can to 91 million we have 108 million gp in ships all we need all we need to three star that territory is 11 combat mission completions and when we're getting five to ten we are super close to getting that next star there i mean we could definitely luck into it um, but as of right now, we're basically a guarantee to get, let's see, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. There's no way we won't get less. We're guaranteed 14 at least. No questions about it. We have a chance at 15 if we're su- if we do really well in these combat missions in the middle territory in the next day, which is possible, um, that could get us a fifteenth star. But the more likely fifteenth star will be that third star from that fleet territory. So, to answer your question, Grande, we prioritize the combat missions, and if you can get to the special mission while doing combat missions and doing well at them, then we say go for it. But we're not... Well, we'd rather have the Sims done. Yeah, and, and it kind of depends. So, like this third slice fleet, the nice thing about doing that over two days is you can do the special mission the first day, and then you can do the combat mission the second day. Because doing combat mission on day one is not really all that beneficial just because you're not trying to max your GP. You're just trying to get to 91 million. That's it. Um so you can do a combat mission that day and then work on it from there. Uh, as for me, I like I'm not prioritizing any of the special missions really. I did do the Padme mission in the beginning just because I had the teams to test it, and I used like a kind of lackluster Padme team, and I failed it. Uh, but um, the uh let's see the special mission at the bottom with Gerald Kenobi ain't gonna freaking happen um yeah that one's just those special missions are like massive uh luxuries that are like more likely to happen a year from now than they are right now for sure the i will say this that going off what you were talking about i completely met 
those requirements you were talking about today in a surprising uh, finish in that south. I was able to... So using Jolie with my new relic to Jolie, let's go back to day one. Droideka took out Jolie, my relic for Jolie, oh. instantly, and I lost, didn't get a single wave in uh, slice one. Uh, same thing happened to my Padme team. Ooh. No waves. So, because they took out uh, Anakin Kenobi. almost immediately. Oh. oh, damn, that's bad. And so, thanks, Droideka. So, the first day I was already pissed off. I'm like, well, this sucks. But I went and did mine today uh, using. Jolie got off five mass revives, and I went. I was, I killed two people in wave four, so I felt I was pretty close. If some things had gone my way a little bit more in wave four, I could have gone four out of four. But three out of four with the Jedi in that uh, South territory, I was pretty happy with that. And on top yeah. of that, since I needed better Jedi, because you need the 21K Jedi to use on that mission, uh-huh. I decided not to do Padme on the normal one, and I went with Shakti and the clones instead so that I could use, like I said uh, in chat, I used uh, JKR, Jolie, Anakin, GK, and Grandmaster Yoda for the the Jedi mission that I almost completed, and then... On the regular one, I use Shakti and my Relic 4 clones. Or my Relic 4 Shakti and the Relic 4 clones. And they almost got three out of four. I think that uh, a sniper droid took out one and then it kind of fell apart to get to the fourth wave. But I did I did get five waves today. So I'd say that's pretty good considering I have seven total. <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty good. Um... I want to tell you what, that Jolie is the key on that Jedi team. Because He's as kick-ass, long as he, isn't he? As long as he keeps up... For, for the most part, it was always Yoda and Joe Lee alive because Yoda gets all those foresights and helps himself out. Um, yep. And Joe Lee will bring back everyone else to be bullet sponges while Yoda goes off, and it just it works. Yep. So, And then on top of that, having Grandmaster... Not Grandmaster. Herman. Anakin in uh, that team this time oh, yeah. with the AoE to take out the... Uh, Bata- droid battalion uh, stacks with aoe's yeah even when i say the one thing that didn't really work was the fact that there was no dispel on my team so if someone taunted i'd have to go straight through them to get back to taking off droid battalion stacks oh but yeah other than that it was fine so so and, and that was one thing that we mentioned was the absolute priority is maximizing combat missions in the south because we're going to be able to get to the mark that we need to in the middle even with piss poor combat missions there so this allowed people to take jedi knight anakin ahsoka general anakin skywalker whatever you want to build a jedi team Mm -hmm. take your absolute best jedi and build that team and see what you can do because uh, that's going to be the next star is getting the two star in that territory. I I don't think we're going to get it this time. I I had a suspicion we probably wouldn't, but I I think last time I checked we're like a hundred and let me go check real quick. Yeah, we're at a hundred ninety one million out of two seventeen. So sixteen million more is all we need. Um, I also haven't deployed, which is two and a half. Um, so you know we. You know, we still have some ground to make up there, but 
we're getting pretty close. I mean, I'm pretty excited about that. Maybe by next time this territory battle comes up, we'll be a little bit closer there and be knocking that out. Um, and then tomorrow we get to attempt cam shards. Yay! That'll be my project while I'm on the road. I'm fairly sure I'm going to end up in the same spot where I take Django down and then the reek just goes ham on the rest of my leftovers. Right. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. I wasn't able to get any more relics onto those onto my clones before this one so it unless rng is better for me this time that the results probably be the same they're all relic four but even still that's almost not enough i don't know i mean people with all relic sevens are still you know banging their head against the wall so we'll see what happens yeah cool all right well um let's go into this P.S. That might be the longest what we did this week in Swaga we've ever done. That that is probably true. <laughs> we went into depth about some TB though, so I know, I know. I'm just saying. But yeah, that was a that was a lengthy segment. <laughs> Oof, good grief! All right, nah. let's tell everybody about these General Skywalker changes actually why, why don't you read this um this lengthy post that, that they posted i thought you wanted to read it i'll read it if you want me to i thought you were gonna dramatically read it all right fine. That, uh... i will do it all right here we go hi folks we are continuing to monitor general skywalker and we have some we have observed some changes to matchups but no significant impact on the balance of this character Due to fear of creating more unintended bugs, we are going to leave General Skywalker as he currently is. We believe that any more time invested in this interaction will be detrimental to both our bottom line and, less importantly, player satisfaction. See you on the hollow tables. Um, <laughs> no, that seems like a little longer than what it actually was. Yeah, a little bit. Um, they didn't put that much thought into it. So that's not actually what they said. The first part was they are actually not going to change this interaction with General Anakin Skywalker. They are going to leave it. They're not going to revert his get to the way it was before. They're just going to keep it there. Um, what do you think about this? I think it's lazy. <laughs> I think it's probably the lazy one of the laziest things I've seen from them. You would fix, a, fix the Sith Raid and create a new bug. And rather than fix the bug, the bug is now a feature. And for everybody that's now losing more of the matches that they were winning before this happened, all those people are just out of luck now. Yeah. Sure, you got to learn to do it a different way now. I understand that. But the fact of the matter is you created a bug, and then rather than fix it, you just said, oh, this is part of the kit now. Well, I think it's lazy. I think it's lazy, and, too. And... Well, his kid doesn't say anything specific about this. Um, essentially, it matter. They putting, did. Him, putting him, <laughs> well, no, but, but they never specified whether he should be oh, able they to counter whatever he reaches. Absolutely did specify. They absolutely but did. Here's the deal dead characters don't counter. And that's basically what happens when Ankin goes into cover. He acts like he has been killed, basically. 
and his protection reaches zero he goes down and that's it it's it's silly that he counters it's dumb i don't like it i also kind of hate it because it can cost you points in grand arena um all in all i haven't noticed any difference whatsoever in how difficult battles are or anything of the sort so i don't particularly have a you know i i I don't have a camel in this race, so I don't have um, I don't have a camel in the race either. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, I'm more worried about the the long term and the setting this as a precedent for anything, really. Well, you've now introduced a bug, and rather than fix it, we're just going to leave it. <laughs> like honestly, are, are you surprised? Really? I'm not surprised, but it's sadly ridiculous. Yeah, it's so it's ridiculous. I don't, and disagree. it is. And whether or not it says in his kit whether this was supposed to happen or not, when you when it first breaks and you say we are investigating this change that caused him to counter before he kneels going into cover, that means it wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. Regardless of whether the kit specifies whether it's supposed to happen or not, they wouldn't go into investigating something that just started if they meant for it to happen after their fix. This was unintended. Now it's happening. They're not fixing it. So whether the kit says that this was supposed to happen from the start when he was released or not, and now that he does because he was supposed to, doesn't matter. They didn't mean for this to happen. It happened, and now they're not fixing it. So for everyone that's like, well, his kit doesn't say, you know, okay, fine. But the fact of the matter is this happened. They didn't mean for it to, and they're not fixing it. So all I'm saying yeah. And hopefully when we see our characters that we use all the time break in the future in a way that's worse for us than this is for some people. Because it, it is true, like uh, Elon Mustard said in chat, he went four out of four on his combat missions because of the bug. So there are good things to it. And it is, I'm not yeah. saying it's bad that it's staying in all aspects. It's just, it's just lazy. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but, I mean, just because this doesn't seem to have a big effect, I, my okay, my assumption is their thoughts are this doesn't really have an effect one way or the other much at all, so why invest the time into fixing it when we're already trying to figure out what we're going to do with the Galactic Legends because they're knees deep in that, which, honestly, it's whatever. Like, uh, I, I don't feel that strongly about it. But by the way, uh, Elon, if I call Wink, I'm looking up at Wink right here on Skype on my on my uh, TV up here. All you see is a green screen. You don't get. We don't get. You know. That's true. These I, Star I Wars I don't even know what's going on in the stream. No idea. You're still in the uh, the Jedi library. Ah, good. I like it. So, it's better than being like... And what's the planet from uh, Rogue One that uh, everyone dies on? That's where I'm at. So I don't know if that's bad or good, Omen, but... Scarif? Yeah. yeah. I am on Scarif. Yes, I'm on the beaches of Scarif. But uh, in Skype, it's just a green screen. So Look nice if we put up the green up. screen, it would just be green. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um... Uh, since we've talked about that really exciting post, let's go ahead and move on to this. Back on topic, we're talking about Roadhead. Or Roadhead. Sorry. We're talking about Roadhead, really? Roadhead. <laughs> or technically State of the Galaxy. 
That's still my favorite sounder. It's pretty great. <laughs> it is pretty The great. horn honking at the end <laughs> gets me every time. <laughs> yes, go. It's funny. Whenever, whenever I made that, I made it and sent it to you. And it was like three or four months before we got another post. I totally had forgot that I made that thing. And you were like, no, I remember. There was a horn. I'm like, there was one. Yeah, there uh, was. You made one. I remember it. It's funny. All right. So why don't you tell us about this uh, state of the galaxy? All right. Uh, state of the galaxy, also known as one of the shortest update posts we've gotten. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot to this. Well, okay. There are not a lot of words to this. There is a lot as far as Galactic Legends goes. So once again, we're spending a bunch of time on Galactic Legends because that's all we got right now. But uh, Galactic Event, Galactic Legend event structure. So here we go. This event will require a new kind of event ticket earned via existing game modes. So, not only do you have to gear up and relic these characters, now you have to earn tickets to complete the event. Yay! It's super exciting. No, it's not. That's so lame. This reminds me exactly... This reminds me of unlocking Malik or General Anakin Skywalker... And then having to farm get one uh, shards that way. It's just a built-in way for it to take longer to get them to... For them to even unlock them, because you got to unlock them at 7-star. But it's just another way to make... Gate the time that you get these characters. As if the prereqs on these characters wasn't enough of a gate. In my opinion. I don't know. I'm with you based on what it sounds like they're doing. Um, tickets earnable once you meet the prereqs. So, yeah, that's a. So you can't even get the tickets. Like it's so just, you can't even get the tickets until after you've done the prereq uh, relics. So if this is what they're talking about with the new game mode, that's kind of like a raid that's locked behind thirteen relic characters people are gonna be pissed and if, yeah if this if like and they, and they should be pissed like that's <laughs> ridiculous i just we we need a new game mode um and look if this is a one-off event type thing i i don't know what they're talking about with tickets like we'll see how they play it but yeah, because we don't even know what the tickets are for. If So if the tickets are to do the event, one event or the other, the tickets could be a lock to prevent you from getting, or they could be a gate to make people choose between Ray and Kylo if you end up getting both of them, uh, you know, both the requirements met. That's what I'm suspecting that the tickets are for, and I'm hoping that's what they're for. Uh, see, my ifs, my wish, my see, this is the part, right? This is confusing. It's like I said when, when I said we don't know what the tickets are. My thought was, you unlock the event, you beat it, and now you earn tickets to very similarly buy shards like you do right. with, uh, and this is how they. This is how they stop hoarding, basically. Yes. So that you don't is have to play the event again. Correct. Now you've got to get tickets and earn them to buy the shards 
instead of everyone getting a seven star character, uh, you know, yes. right off the bat. This yep. is this to me feels like how they stop hoarding, and you have to wait a long time to to get the character. Much like yep. they probably intended with the epic confrontations, but so many people hoard currency that no one, ha- a lot of people didn't have to wait at all. So, yep. I don't know. I just, God, I hope this, like, everything we just talked about, I am actually okay with. On one condition. This cannot be the new game mode that they were talking about. Like, the single player raid thing they were talking about. This cannot be it. If it is, riots will ensue, and I will be one of the... Like I said, it's... People with a freaking pitchfork. It's... I think it's a terrible idea when you're releasing new content to make it so that only a very few people can play it. For example, like I said, Relics, when they came out. That was all that came out at the time. And the only people that could do that were in-game players, for the most part. You know? And something else... A new player trying to get to that? You might as well wait two and a half years before you get into that. Like, that is not going to happen unless that is your sole focus is to unlock that as a new player. So as far as that being the new content for everyone, that would be a terrible way to go. But I don't think it is. I think still think that we heard we heard those uh, uh, in that QA when they talked about a horde like mode that's similar to Galactic War, but an updated version of Galactic War where we play it every day. And it's more like that. That. That hint there is what I'm holding out for because yeah, if that is what be, we are getting as far as new mode. That I will would be kick happy ass, yeah, totally. Because 100%. it's playable every day. Yep. You can play. It's a new type of thing. Yeah, probably provides bet, way better crap than Galactic War does. Yep. So that is what I'm holding out hope for. I assume that this will be new content, like one of the new contents they're talking about. But we still remember it's middle of February. We haven't heard a peep about that raid with a ship stage in it that was supposed to be first quarter of 2020 so i haven't heard anything about that so one other comment that i have about these tickets you know they have issues kind of making these recent characters these galactic legend or not galactic legend legendary whatever you want to call them like john skywalker malik revan whatever all of these characters you can hoard for and they said tickets can be earned every day in various game modes which means the better you do in arena which means the more the more missions that you beat in other words the more refreshes you do aka crystal spending the more of that that you do the more tickets you will get per day and I think that might be kind of their goal to get people to absolutely unload some of these crystal hordes. Um, you know, yeah. something along those lines. We'll see. And I'm with you, Grande. I, I could imagine that being a thing, too, where they max out the amount of tickets you can earn to in a day. Or, or just even max the amount that you can spend. Do you think they would put a max on a day? If it was tied to Cantina refreshes, 
Why? <laughs> I do think they would. Why? You, because you, that's... you think they won't let you do 1,600 okay, maybe crystal they won't refreshes? Cap how many, they, maybe they won't yeah. let you cap how many tickets you can get. But they're go- if they don't do that, they're going to cap how many tickets times you can enter the event a week. This is time gate. Know. That's all it is. This is meant to time gate when you get the yes. character. Yes, yes. So there there will be a time gate, but there will happen. be a way to absolutely effing pay if you want to. And I think as long as you have tickets, you'll probably be able to do the thing. The thing is, you start doing insane crystal refreshes, they'll keep giving you the tickets. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I mean... Who knows? I'm pretty sure that well, either they're going to cap the amount of tickets you can get or how many times. Grande brings up a good week. point. You cannot do as many arena battles as you want to. That is a fantastic example because you you can keep refreshing battles. I don't know where the refreshes stop. There is some limit at the end, but there becomes a point of refreshes where the cost benefit analysis says don't freaking refresh anymore. And I think it will be one of those type things where they make it to where it gets to a point where it's so ridiculous that you that it just doesn't make any sense to do it. Interesting. I'm interested in more information on this because right now it just feels like what was time gated already is now time gated even longer. I'm I'm really curious if we're gonna get these characters unlocked before the end of the summer. <laughs> oh, probably probably not. That's what I'm saying. So, like, are we going to just spend the entire year talking about Galactic Legends? Because please give me more than this. Um, yeah, totally agree. They got a couple other things they said about Galactic Legends that were interesting. Only one Galactic Legend will be allowed per squad. Now, they said there's some interesting coding uh, things they have to do to make sure that this can happen. But they don't want you to be able to have more than one on the same squad. Which so is that's kind of a bummer. But also, makes well, there goes any ideas of uh, Galactic Legend uh, Ray and Kylo having any synergy together, like some people thought would be really cool. That's a good considering point. Considering the last movie. Yes. But Well, not only yeah. that, but I mean, how effing strong are these characters going to be that they only allow one per squad? Like, it's going to be so damn strong that they know it would break basically any any other content that they may like raids and stuff it would be vi- it would break the shit out of them if you allowed more than one not to mention we're going to get jedi luke at some point we're going to get other galactic legend characters so um yep no well that's the next point they are imagining that galactic legends will usually be released in pairs so that brings up a question. I like that actually. A lot. <laughs> Jedi, Jedi Luke, if he when he, if and when he finally comes, who do you pair with him? Galactic Legend Vader. So That's we're just going to get another version of yes Vader. We'll we'll we get a Vader have. that effing smashes everything. A yes. Vader that is uh, worthy of the name. Yes, with his kit. Hell okay. yes! Please let that happen. <laughs> please so you're saying you'd go after vader over luke yeah i'll be honest this is gonna be controversial <laughs> as a star wars fan especially someone who's not that crazy on the dark side but luke's kind of a bitch i just i've never been like a huge luke skywalker fan people are gonna shun me for what i just said and that's totally fine but i'm i'm not as big of a luke fan as everybody else 
I love Han. I like Chewie. I like Luke. It's just eh, like I don't know. Just if you know, it's eh. funny. I'm 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 with you on this. To be honest, uh, the oh, only one that really? I do like of the only Luke I really okay liked was Jabba's Palace Luke. Yeah, yeah. The black, all black with the yeah. with his uh, lightsaber. He was pretty bad. And I'm not saying I don't like. I, I like Luke. I just some people talk about like he's this amazing. Like to me, Han is far more fascinating. Chewie, maybe not fascinating, but I like Chewie better. I guess I don't know. Um, Luke's just not that complex of a character. I guess lukewarm. Uh, I'm lukewarm on Luke. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, Luke's all right. I mean, so yes, I would yeah. absolutely go for Vader uh, because he is like the most badass villain of all time. That's not even a decision. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Well, going into the other things from the State of the Galaxy, Mythic Battles have returned. Yeah. Cool to have them run regularly going forward. Very exciting. I didn't even realize they were gone. So that says something. I've noticed that Mythic Battles and Assault Battles have been running as much because I seriously struggled to keep up Shard Shop currency. Very annoying. Yeah, my biggest problem with those things is still the mod management tools that they have in the game because half the time I still don't want to do some of these because I know I'm about to get 10 mods every time I do it and I don't have 10 mod slots available which means i have to sell 10 mods to pick up the mods that i may or may not want in my message system to then sell those as well i I, so obnoxious but yeah yeah i'm i'm gonna really have to start selling some mods because i've been at that 750 cap forever and it gets really annoying getting new mods because it's like all right you just bought a mod from the store yep and i know you want to play with it but uh, first, you have to find something to sell. I'm at the same point. Uh, I'm going to spend that 12-hour trip in the car tomorrow combing through mods, selling mods. I'm going to get some serious work done tomorrow. It's going to be impressive. Yeah. Sell your garbage mods. Is it, is it the, yes, I know. Here's I know what problem. I need to sell. The problem the- is that I don't know the garbage mods yet because I haven't... I haven't uh, well, I haven't leveled every mod I own. But mods I see... that used to be garbage aren't garbage anymore. There are a lot of That's mods problem, that used yeah. to suck that are pretty kick-ass now with relics. I feel like I can turn any mod into something good, and that's my problem. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that's this mod, problem, this yes. green mod yeah. that has offense as its one stat, and it's a offense mod. That, that'll probably end up being good. So I have a rule. This is totally random, but I have a rule with mods. If it doesn't have two secondary stats that complement and go with the primary stat, I ain't interested. So if it's protection primary, I want speed. Obviously, always complements anything. So speed. But with that protection primary, I want like some defense, some more protection or health or something along those lines. Very rarely do I see, like, am I looking at, like, say, a protection triangle, and I'm like, oh, yay, offense. No. Hail to the no. Like, I just, I don't care. Um, Triangle's the biggest one that I think's easy to separate, because 
if you're not going with an offense or a crit damage triangle, you're going with a survivability triangle, you do not care about offense secondaries. Like, it just doesn't matter. And the other way around, it, for the most part, you just, protection, health, you don't really care about on a crit damage triangle. Like, you want more offense or more speed. Like, just. I'd say of, out of the 750 mods I have, the smallest percentage are triangles. That, like, triangles, finding good triangles sometimes is the hardest one, I think. Yeah, that's totally fair. So, yeah, I, I think my highest speed triangle mods like a twenty, and then the rest are like barely over ten. So, triangles are the worst for me. Yeah, they're 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 tough to find for whatever freaking reason. Probably because the primary stats vary so much, uh, and there's only a few that are actually really good. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, we went off track again classic no. us um no. art image of polygons on rays oh that ray is so polygon Woo! look how polygon man this ray is I mean, i'd have a honestly. polygon with her i don't know what that means i don't know what that right. means either but yeah anyways you can see there are a lot more if you look at the uh far left one you can see how the detailing over the last you know, four years has gotten really deep on these characters. Like the face on this galactic legend, as far as uh, points goes, way better than the other two. So we'll see how this uh, galactic legend Ray actually ends up looking because I have a feeling it's going to look real good. So, yeah. And, and I like the, like, the appearance that they kind of went with. It's kind of her at the end, like, I don't know what you call it, what she's wearing, but like, like she looks pretty badass. Like, I, I'm pretty excited to see what the final final looks on these two characters are. Uh, I think it's gonna be pretty awesome. For yeah, to the very least, you can see that while there are still parts that are similar between uh, RJT and the New Galactic Legend, there's like some armbands, the hair is different. I mean, there's the belts are more detailed. So we'll see what what this ends up looking like. Yep, for sure. So, I'm not sure if you've noticed, but currently if you go into the events tab and you start looking at the stuff that's around, you will see the Rebel Roundup Assault Battle. Did you look at the rewards for it? Um, I didn't, but I've already seen the images. So, this event, it appears that the rewards are that of an assault battle that has challenge tiers. Yeah, really odd that this is in the game and nothing has been said about it. And you they know what's have funny said is? Nothing at all. This is the worst nothing. part about the fact we've had to do Thursday podcasts all this month. This month, they've released a lot of information on Fridays. Like State of the Galaxy, we just went over. That was on a Friday. That was yeah. last Friday, the day after podcast. I'm willing to bet that tomorrow, you know, since this event is supposed to start in three days, I assume Friday, going into the weekend when the event is going to start, they'll announce it tomorrow. That's my guess. That is my guess as well. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Uh which it's one very is weird. Rebel Roundup? That's the one that you use. Bounty, Bounty hunters, hunters and Imperial Troopers. Yeah. 
My bounty Two of hunters my worst. Are I won't be beating that. Beast. One. I can tell you that. I love my bounty hunters. They are just nasty as all hell. Well, I have five relic four bounty hunters on my alt, so oh, I should be nice. totally fine nice. on my alt. My main, however, I only have three at gear twelve. Ah, uh, yeah, bummer. <laughs> and the rest are gear eleven. So that one's probably not happening for me. But yeah. But the uh, the Ewok one didn't happen on my alt either, and it was totally fine on my main. So, yep. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. I think that'll be Sunday when I'm driving back when that thing's out. So, I'll have to. I mean, maybe it. that. What day is that? That's that's the twenty fourth, isn't it? Maybe that is why they moved uh, places of power to the twenty eighth. Was because places of power was still not working the way they wanted it to with the bonus tiers, and they knew that a new one was coming out on the twenty fourth to take its place. Mm. Y- yeah, that's that's possibility. I hadn't thought about that. That's that's because they did move Rebel Roundup into this spot, into they taking the did. spot of the uh, places of power. So I've said oh. I feel pretty good about thinking that there's going to be an announcement about this tomorrow. Or they might not announce anything, and it just shows up, and it's there. Who knows? That is true. Uh, let's see. What... Oh, it was in the update notes for last week. They was said it? what uh, the change. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Was it State of Galaxy? Two twelve content update. It says. Update. Places of power is now scheduled for two twenty eight. This swaps with Rebel Roundup. Uh, this swaps with the Rebel Roundup event, which is now moved to 224. Okay. So they basically okay. switched to the two in the spot they were in. Huh. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, ho- hopefully that's true. Hopefully it is a challenge tier because that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, I completely agree. But we are getting... Why, why don't you blast my eardrums with that sweet jazz music real quick? Oh, I remember to you. turn it down. You're welcome. All right. Well, if you're listening to the stream and you were here last week, you might notice that my voice sounds a whole heck of a lot better than it did last week. It's and not making you reason. blue like it did last week. Yes, exactly. Or, not, or maybe it's not blue. I it turned felt blue. not blue last week. Yeah, things weren't very blue last yeah. week. Last week, we figured out that my sound was coming through the microphone on my webcam onto the Twitch. So you were all were hearing the built-in microphone of my webcam and not uh, this nice guy right here. So if you were here last week and uh, you heard that sound and now you can compare it to my blue microphone, you know exactly how good these things sound. So... I want to say a shout out to Blue Microphones for sponsoring this podcast. We appreciate those guys immensely, allowing us to give giveaways uh, so you guys can get your hand on these microphones as well to do your thing. So we want to say thank you to them, but uh, they've got great products. We've been using these satellite headphones since the day we got them. No problems. Love them. They sound uh, yeah. great. The Sparks, the Compass Boom Arms, they got everything, man. All, all three different types of the Yeti. I think I got all mine sitting up there. These things are great, man. So if you like Blue or you like this podcast and you like the way it sounds, think about using Blue in the future if you're a content creator, gamer, anything. I use this microphone when I 
PC game using a Discord, Discord calls and this microphone, these headset. It works great for gaming. Just, it's so many uses. So great. Anyways, thank you, Blue Microphones. Go check them out. We appreciate their sponsorship. Hell yeah. All right. Now, going back into... Uh, going back into what we know for sure is coming, Places of Power is for sure coming with the new tiers on the 28th. Rebel Roundup, we could talk about that today, but we don't know for sure that that's actually coming. So we're going to stick with what we know is going to come, and that is Places of Power. Now, Places of Power takes uh, place in the... Can I can I interrupt real quick? Yeah. Uh, Places of Power is the one that we have not seen, but the Force Moon event we have had twice now. Mm-hmm. This was something I should have mentioned that I didn't swing out this week, but I beat Challenge Tier 2 of that damn thing, and the only guilt... Uh, the only gear 13 character that I had was B2. Um, and honestly, I you don't even need him gear 13. He really didn't do a whole hell of a lot. His gear 13 made no difference whatsoever. Uh... You can I think absolutely only... beat that thing with gear 12 characters. Oh, no doubt. The only one that might help more for gear 13 of all of them? B1. Well, B1, but even if not him, if Magna Guard could outlast any attack, including Tebow's, all you got to do is keep him, keep healing him every time, and he's good. So my Magna Guard, I kept having troubles with him dying. And I ended up putting a Gear 12 Plus piece on him. It is the the Mark 12 Thermal. The one that adds 100 strength, 6 speed, 90 armor, a yawn, and 115 physical damage. Um, with the mods that I used on him, he was at almost 44,000 health, 98,000 protection, and 44.8% armor. And he survived every attack by Tebow and was still in the yellow health. Uh, without that piece, he was absolutely gang nuked. That piece adds an insane amount of armor. And also, that allowed me to switch to health due to the fact that there's so much stacking defense. I went a little bit more towards the health and protection side. And it seemed to work extremely well. I had no issue with it. Yeah, mine's gear 12, and let me see how many pieces he has. I'm not totally sure. I think the one thing that really made it easy for me is that although Tebow did hit Magna Guard once, he took him to red health, but Tebow was the only one alive, so I was able to instantly heal Magna Guard back up, and he lasted throughout the whole battle because he's chunky, just chunky enough that uh, he survived that hit, so... Must have been the de- extra defense and all that stuff on him because I only have one gear 12 piece on him. So, oh, nice. Yeah, he's at 69,000 health, 41,000. 41, 41,000 health, 69,000 protection. So, that's what I'm saying. The more health and protection you get on him, the easier that team is to beat that event. Yes. Did, did you beat what? tier two? Uh, see, about that. The problem nope. with this event okay. for me was that it was during a work day. Uh, and work day for me is working all night and sleeping all day. So dude. any off time trying to do this event 
I did so long. I did a break. I was on a break at work and I did tier one and I planned to come back to do tier two, but then, you know, all hell broke loose at work. So I didn't get to tier two, but I didn't have a problem with that. And I guess I didn't prioritize it as much just because I don't feel like tier two has the better of the two rewards anyway. So I was okay with it. I don't disagree there. Tier one does have better rewards. Uh, I use the Emperor Palpatine team in tier one and it's pretty quick. The uh, the Thrawn team. So the team that I used was Thrawn lead, B1, B2, Magna Guard, and BB-8. It is slow. How many stacks did you get to? Uh, I think it was at 550, something like that. By the 550? Oh, yeah. yeah, I could see. I've never even tried the second tier. Yeah, it was a lot of stacks. I don't know if you remember the first time this came around. I didn't get to try it until like 10 minutes before it was ending. So I only oh, got to yeah. do the first one. And this one, I didn't get to try the second one. So I can imagine a just how stacks. long that has to be to be able to get to that many stacks. Because I think in tier one, I, I got to almost 300 stacks. So, so I got so. home from work. I sat in my truck and... Started doing the battle. I think it was thirty five minutes to do that thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. This is why I, I could. It's crazy. this is why I couldn't do it at work because all I was thinking is like, when am I gonna have time to sit exactly. and focus for thirty five minutes crazy. to beat this for signal data, which is great, but and it's pretty simple. I mean, the strategy is very straightforward. I, I'll do a video on this uh, before the next anything time that's that not this an comes attack. out. I will have a how-to video on it. Promise. Hit the special button every time it's up. Use Thrawn to swap turn meter with B1. Yep. And if he can't do that, use the special ability. And the only time you attack is if you do not have an ability up that does not attack. B1 that is should 100% be doing it. all of the attacking. Yep. And you need Magna Guard on the team specifically because he's always taunting. And you're used yep. targeting B1 or Magna Guard with your B1 just to keep him alive the entire time. And save Illuminate Destiny for the beginning of each tier. It speeds things up. Um, just launch it at the beginning, especially whenever you get to, not tier, but wave. Whenever you get to wave four, you absolutely want to use Illuminate Destiny as early as possible. And you want to manipulate the That's what I did three wrong. so that he's That's ready. That's what to I go. did wrong. I see what it. I guess the reason I didn't realize that I had done that wrong, I couldn't remember the team when I did the event. I remember that it was Thrawn, B1, and B2, and Magnagar. I couldn't remember the fifth. I used C3PO because i trying to think critically of a character that doesn't attack, and C3PO was the first one that came to mind, so that's who I used as the fifth in that team. BB-8 obviously would be better considering... Uh, he gets illuminated destiny, so I'll have to remember that for next time. But C three PO did the trick as well because the nice. he literally cannot attack. So, yeah, that is true. No. Um. Right. Yeah. So let's go into places of power and places kind of talk of about power. ideas that we're having for this one. The assault battle requires first order or Sith, which is convenient. So, yeah, it's uh. I mean, a lot of people have Malak. A lot of people have Darth Revan. A lot of people right now are working on their first order. So you have Who a lot you gonna, of options. The only thing with Sith Empire is that not all Sith Empire are Sith. So 
You're not going to be able to take HK-47. Yeah, that's fine. So who's the fifth one? So who would you throw in a fifth? Crew. You wouldn't throw another Sith in? Probably not. I don't know. I probably would rather have Nihilus than Crew. You might want to throw in a Sith Empire because of the plus 50% crit damage, but... I mean, Darth Nihilus is great. I mean... Turn meter, well, yeah, or, if you've sorry, got cooldown increases, annihilate. Like, yeah, he's nasty. I'm gonna say if you've got Marauder, that's a not viable option. I do not have Marauder, so that wouldn't is not a viable option for me. But I'm curious to see how big the raffle stomp is with Sith Empire in this event, because you know yeah. they're made it, making this to be, uh, you know, challenging. So if all relicked out. Sith Empire just autos it, then that's not really a challenge. So we'll see what happens there. I'm curious, but uh, what are you planning to take in there? I am planning to take in Crew, Kylo, Foxy, First Order Officer, and First Order Stormtrooper, probably. I mean, my my First Order are pretty jacked. I mean, I'm almost finished with the two quests so far, so... No I mean, Phasma? Poor Phasma. I know, poor Phasma, but um, my First Order are insanely good. They're so much better than my Sith, so that's, I mean, that's almost right. I'm going to have to go. Um, even right now, I mean, Foxy Executioner just uh, basically nukes everybody. Just kill, 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 kill. Just <laughs> kills 80% of the people just because of one shot. Something's freaking fantastic. Yeah. I think I'm going to end up, I'll probably end up doing uh, the, the Sith Empire team plus Nihilus. That's my guess. Yeah, that's that's a good one. But even then, I don't know if I'll be able to beat it because of the fact that uh, Malak is my only relic character. Everyone else is gear 12. Well, I've said it for a long time. Bastille Sean Fallen is one of the most OP characters in this game. Uh her corrupted battle meditation is freaking ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> the fact yeah, she does fear and everything. She is, she is an absolute monster. And I think, you know, she's, I don't see any way. She's not just a total badass in this thing. Yeah, for sure. That's, that'll be, I may even try triumvirate, uh, Bastila and, uh, Malik. Since they're all similar gear level anyway, so... Yeah, not not a bad idea at all. Not a bad idea. We will see. It'll be interesting to f- see if it's some... If we end up with something gimmicky like the Thrawn lead, or if it's actually just straightforward battle to the death with the uh, regular teams that we know about. Yep. There's one, if there's one uh, event ability... Uh, called Dark Gambit that allows Ooh. you to sacrifice a unit's health to gain multiple buffs. I think it's offense up, speed up, and uh, crit up, something like that. Okay. Sounds I don't remember how much health it takes away, but yeah. it is a way to buff your team up uh, through the event. So I'm having a feeling that that's going to be important, and being able to heal yourself back up will also be important. Which the, if I remember correctly. Uh, Trey lead does very well for healing the, the Sith back up. Oh, God, yeah. She's a monster. 
So. You, you know, she's also great at taking away points from an opposing team in Grand Arena. She's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, no, you know, this is coming up next week. So uh, we'll, we'll let you know how it goes. So I, I think that's going to be on the day that we podcast, right? It should be. Yeah. 28th so is uh, next Thursday. Maybe we'll do a little. Uh, Actually, the 20th is Friday. So it'll be the day after we podcast. Oh, is it? Damn. Yeah. Ah, okay. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Got it. I was going to say, maybe we'll stream it, but maybe we won't. Maybe we'll talk about Rebel Roundup. Who knows what happens? Oh, yeah. We won't even get to talk about it. Oh, well. All right. It is right. time to move along. Hey, boys. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big big tip here i'm sure you do very big tip (laughs) (laughs) all right all right well let's just let's get this last thing going here i'm gonna be completely honest i knew i wasn't gonna unlock this and i haven't even read the kit um it's been out a week and i don't even know this kit (laughs) i don't know it either i didn't unlock it i'm not close to unlocking it but i am farming the freaking ship that i need to do it but whatever um but we're gonna go through this kit we're gonna talk about it i i do have to say i think this from what i recall i remember thinking the ship's pretty awesome territory battle um so yeah i want to you want to make a bet what that uh no i don't know people would already know that right now so never mind i was gonna say you're gonna say uh, whether you could use it in light side territory battle or it's bugged out like malevolence was. Uh, we can ask Chicken Bottom. Chicken Bottom, are you in the chat? Are you able to select this ship in territory battles right now? And if so, let us know how it does. Yeah, because I was um, gonna say uh, this is one of those things where I'm like, is it gonna be bugged out the next two until they figure out that Radis is actually supposed to be used in this event? We'll see. Hopefully, they they learn their lesson with that other deal, but. Yeah, I would think so. Um, all right, so this is the Radis. It is a light side ship. It is a capital ship. It is a resistance ship. The fleet commander is Amelin Holdo. This ship is described as a supportive resistance capital ship that will do whatever is necessary to protect the fleet. Very Abilities. thematic to uh, her in the movies, so makes sense. Yeah, I'm... This this kit is pretty legit, and specifically for one thing. Um, well, I'm excited to to hear what it does. <laughs> all right, Did not so even look at it for a week. The basic ability is called Ace Maneuver. The final text: Target ally gains twenty percent turn meter, foresight for two turns, and is called to assist. If the assisting ally is resistance, expose the target enemy for two turns. Which cannot be evaded or resisted. That's pretty good basic. I like turn That's meter a, gains. And you know what's funny is uh, ship basics or capital ship basics. There's some pretty decent ones out there. I don't hardly ever get to use it. That is basic. so true. Yeah. Like I don't. The malevolence basic is awesome because it stuns, but I almost never use it. 
And specifically because if there is a special ability available and I have a slot open, using my basic isn't going to pull a vulture droid into the battle. Yeah. <laughs> There's just so many times where you don't even use the basic with capital ships. But it's nice to have good ones for those moments where you actually do have to use it. And that's yeah. a pretty good one, I'd say. So, Hell yeah. All right. All right. Special one is called Recharge Deflectors, cooldown of three turns. Final text, target ally gains tenacity up and deflector shield for two turns and 50% turn meter. Deflector shield. At the start of turn, recover 25% protection doubled for resistance allies and gain foresight for two turns, which cannot be copied. This is very similar to Holdo's... uh the character's kit where she is well she's a tank but she is she's also a healer she so is so this is very similar to that where 100 she is trying to keep your team alive and this is uh that it was time for a yawn break sorry um i didn't have enough copy i ran out the, of copy the, this morning and i don't it's it's been one of those days so the only part to this that actually affects resistance is it getting an extra 25% protection, right? The foresight correct. goes to anyone? Correct. Right, um, that makes sense. And the really cool thing about this is, like I was talking about with territory battles, survivability is huge. Tenacity up, the turn meter gain, recovering protection. I mean, recovering protection is huge. The other thing is Grand Arena be, being able, the, this is the only way I know of to recover protection on ships. There might be a couple. Well, I uh, actually, I guess there is a. There's couple. There's a lot of ships with but, special abilities to re, to yeah replenish protection. Plo Koon and resistance uh, pilot and Rex and there's a ton of them. Yeah, there there's a few. So, but it's nice having a capital ship that can do it as well. I mean, this is a great offensive ship I would say for Grand Arena depending on how your accompanying fleet is. Mhm. Yeah, that's a good. That is that is a good one. I'm kind of surprised that it doesn't call an assist on it. Well, probably probably because of all turn meter gain. Yeah, I guess that that makes sense. So, the second special is called Outlast with a four turn cooldown. Dispel all debuffs on all allies. All allies gain protection up of twenty percent for two turns. Recover fifty percent protection and gain twenty percent turn meter. All resistance allies gain deflector shield for two turns. So this is like the previous ability, just on steroids. Mm-hmm. There's more protection recovery. There's a little less turn meter, but there's also the buff of protection up, and you still get deflector shield. So a resistance ship on this ability would gain 100% protection plus 20% protection up. Not to mention, look at how much... Um, lost it. Goldfish, goldfish lost it. Anyways, continue your thoughts. Not to mention, fill in the blank here. This is like Mad Libs for podcasts. Yeah, not not to mention the dispelling all debuffs. That is 
pretty nasty. That's, There's that's only it. a few <laughs> things that do it. I mean, Plo Koon does one, but as a reinforcement, um, w- which is great. But the, this is it makes me wonder, like how how debuff heavy the what's is the name of the finalizer? How debuff heavy finalizer fleets are gonna be? Oh, it's gonna be very debuff heavy. I think, yeah, yeah, because I think this dispel all debuffs on allies is a almost will be a counter to that. So, by I the way, agree. just looking at the pictures or the the gifs, the gifs, whatever you say here, these two, the animations on these two are awesome. Oh, oh, well, let's one up that because. Special three, the ultimate, is called the holdo maneuver with a 10 turn cooldown. And this looks B A. Holy like, crap. That animation's crazy. Awesome. So, final text. If no enemy capital ship is present at the start of battle, this ability cannot be used. Dispel all debuffs on all allies, and they gain 100% turn meter. They inflict healing immunity and buff immunity on all enemies for two turns. Sacrifice the Rattus to destroy the enemy capital ship, then call a random reinforcement if able to. This ability can't be evaded. It starts on cooldown, and its cooldown is reduced by one. Each time resistance ally with foresight uses a special ability. What's the cooldown? Oh, it's 10. There we go. 10. Couldn't see it. This, I mean... So the only way to reduce that cooldown... Well, I mean, okay, so you can reduce it further than her just taking turns but with the... Correct. Resistance. resistance ally with foresight. So this ties back to that first special ability. Well, actually, both special abilities where the deflector shield gives foresight and turn meter. Foresight plus turn meter well, means the- a resistance ally using a special ability, most likely, which reduces the cooldown of the ultimate. And the best part about that is you get that foresight at the start of the turn. So you are, you've now got foresight immediately as you're about to press one of your specials. So yes. if you have deflector shield and it hasn't been dispelled off of your ship, you know for a fact that you're getting that foresight to use that special. So it's not as random as it seems just by reading it because you know for a fact getting that deflector shield on the resistance is pretty simple with those two specials from the ship yeah so that's very nice and we'll get something else in a second that kind of ties in with that also but that's some pretty gnarly stuff uh the first unique is called stay the course final text resistance allies deal 40 percent more damage and have 75 percent max protection at the start of battle, resistance allies gain deflector shield and crit hit immunity for two turns. Whenever a resistance ally loses foresight, they gain evasion up and protection up for two turns. When the Radis uses a hold on maneuver, grant all allies advantage, tenacity up, and deflector shield for two turns. Whew. All right, so right off the bat, if your starting lineup of three is all resistance... They all have deflector shield for their first turns, which means you're more than likely going to reduce that cooldown by three on the first three turns. Especially on a character like Poe, who has a special ability 
that gives him turn meter and then he could probably use another special ability pretty quick like you know there's a there's some serious potential here how long how many turns does deflector shield last two turns uh yes yeah so yeah you def well what does it, do you lose deflector shield at the start of the second turn or after the second turn it's after uh, right? it's after yes yeah so you would be able to like you said with poe pull that off twice for double cooldown reduction indeed so this is pretty pretty nasty but the final thing is the reinforcement bonus and that is reinforcements gain stealth for three turns if the reinforcement was a resistance ally they gained deflect shield for two turns another example resistance with foresight doing a special ability is when they get reinforced Sorry, I, I, I'm stuck on hearing you say pretty nasty butt. That's... Buff. <laughs> buff. Oh, you said buff. Oh, I, God. I, there, I heard butt. Sorry. I don't know where uh, my mind's at right now. <laughs> gutter? The gutter. The it's... damn gutter. Quit it. Unbelievable. <laughs> we don't insinuate things like that on this show, Dan. Jesus. Oh, no. It, totally not. <laughs> uh, not like, uh, you know, every... Not every week, but plenty of weeks we get salacious dumb pulling our our crazy quotes into a song. I was going to put that on the soundboard and freaking forgot. I got it right here. Ready for this? Oh, yes. Do it. (laughs) One more time. Pulled it right out of my bum. Pulled it right out of my bum. I don't even remember saying that, but uh, you did. I did. Pulled it right you out did. of my bum. So, uh, so let's see. What do you think about Holdo? What do you think about this capital ship? Uh, since I have Gear Thirteen Holdo on my alt, I really hope I can unlock this soon. No kidding. What what ships are you short on? What ships am I short on? What ships are required? And then I'll tell you. I don't remember. Oh, I know. I'm only I'm I'm only short on one ship, the Ebonhawk. Okay. I have all the others uh, except for the Ebonhawk. I am short Ray's Millennium Falcon. Yeah, see I <sighs> this my alt account was the account that I was used to do the devastating old millennium falcon aoe with so i have seven stars forever nice not unlocked on my main oh i unlocked ray's millennium falcon this week i didn't mention saying that oh did you because i always do that the event that gives you that ray's millennium falcon is an option for shards I always do the second to the highest tier on that one, hoping to get Millennium Falcon shards. And I actually did. And since I was 78 out of 80, I finally unlocked it. And I'm pretty sure that unlock came all from that event. Nice. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten stinking Slave 1 shards when all I want is raise Millennium Falcon shards <laughs> from that event. Yeah, that's oh, where it works. Come on! Yeah. But yeah, so once I get... once I see i don't on my alt right this is the this is the conundrum right 
I have all of those characters at gear 13 from resistance, but no way to relic them because of I'm using Cantian energy finishing off arc trooper. But in order for me to get the Radis, I would have to start using Cantina energy on, on the, uh, Ebon Hawk, thus taking away from signal data again. So that's going to be low on the priority list, at least until they, um, tell me that the Radis is needed for the Galactic Legends. Understandable. So yeah, good times. I hate that. I really wish signal data had its own, um, energy that'd be nice wouldn't it right like if it were you know we got mod energy let's signal that energy please yeah that that would be nice maybe we'll see something new because they've been adding a lot as far as you know a lot of requirements for relics and stuff I, i would like to see something new you know but they they are bringing these challenge tiers, which is nice. Um, but we need some more ways to get this relic stuff. Um, that would be very beneficial. Yep, no doubt. All right. Uh, as far as the podcast goes, I think that's it for us this week. Wink, you got a long drive ahead of you tomorrow. No so, idea. Uh, why don't we get you some sleep? What do you say? I think that sounds like a wonderful idea. This thing will, uh, if you're listening to it now, you probably won't want to listen to it later, but it'll be up. It should be up nice and early. So uh hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll be back next week on Thursday yet again. If you want to come hang out on the live stream, um, we need to do a giveaway for our patrons. Uh, so we will for sure do that next week. And, uh, we're also going to have a Patreon Q&A coming up. So if you'd like to get questions in for the SO After Dark Patreon Q&A, <laughs> make sure you get those in. Doesn't have to be game related. Whatever you want to ask. Next week, all our Patreons will be allowed to ask us questions and it'll be a good time. So until next week for episode 186, I have been Goodnight Punk. In the last two hours, probably before that, too. This is Wink. Thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, we'll catch you uh, next week. All righty, guys. Later. Later.